0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code The Athletic, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Okay, we are here in Hamad International Airport in Doha. in flight, long flight. Happy to be on there. Hi, I'm Alex Abnos, and this is World Cup Every Day for November 15th. Today, I arrived in Qatar, I got to my hotel, and pretty much right after that, had to go meet our other U.S.-based soccer reporters to talk about our first impressions of this country. Okay, I've uh, arrived at the hotel where we'll be staying for... The duration of the World Cup, and uh, I don't, yeah, I just did a very quick staff call. Um, I've unpacked a very, very, very small amount, Uh, and now I'm going out to the apartment in sort of more suburban Doha where Paul and Sam are staying, along with most of the rest of the US men's national team media crew. Everybody from every publication basically Not everybody, but many people From many of the publications that cover the US Men Staying in the same place It's a little bit farther out in the suburbs So I'm getting ready to go out there Meeting Felipe there And uh, see how all their journeys To the Middle East Were. Mine was very Lengthy And I thought it was interesting I was the only person on my flight Or at least one of The only person I saw that was here For the World Cup I guess we're just here early. All right, uh, I've arrived at the uh, other building. It's basically in like an alleyway. Managed to get the sort of information from Sam. It really feels like we're out in the sticks of Doha. Very suburban area. Very new, very different. Paul has been cooking, so we're gonna sit around and talk a little bit about first impressions of A strong start you know what happened I did the I did the American thing <laughs> where I saw the one and assumed that that was the first floor it's actually the second floor luckily I didn't open the wrong door I'm so, on here. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the. Uh, let's, let's jump right
2: into food. Yeah, let's, do it. Let's, let's do it. Do it. It's it's hard. Hard. We can eat now. Huh? We're we're have you been waiting this whole time? <laughs> no, no, we're waiting there. Alright, cool. Good. Alright, here's another one for you.
1: Hello. I saw you. Yeah, we have pizza. This is the first time I've seen y'all in like, in person for X Since 2019.
3: 2019.
1: Good. No. Yeah, it's I haven't right. seen either of these guys since 2019. And with that, we ate, we laughed, we talked about all sorts of stuff, and then I turned the recorder on. All right, Paul, you got your M&Ms. You, you're ready. You're, you're comfortable with the color of the M&Ms as you have them. I am. I'm ready. Okay, cool. We tried to record this earlier, didn't work. I'm sitting at the table with Felipe and Sam and Paul. We have all arrived in Qatar, and. We all have various different experiences. We're all on our phones.
3: <laughs> I'm not on my phone. Paul can't I'm be not on my phone, right. of podcast,
1: though. Uh, I'm this just going to start off by saying that this city is, uh, does not seem like it's fully in World Cup mode, because it doesn't really seem like anybody's here yet. We're here early, guys. Yeah, like, we are here early. We're here early. I was on a big old plane full of people, all coming directly from New York to Qatar. I was the only person on the plane because they, sh- they bring us all off the plane into a bus. You got on a bus? Yeah they, yeah, they didn't stop directly at the terminal. It was like, you step out on the tarmac, you, they put you on the bus and you, they drive you. Um, and they stopped at a building, They're like, only get off here if you're make, taking a connecting flight somewhere. Everybody gets off the bus. I'm the only person on the bus. It's me and uh, so I'm not the only person on the bus. Me and one other person, a a mom with a little baby who is like two other people who like (laughs) two other people (laughs) Uh, who live here, and you know she's just visiting family. Uh, I was the only person I think that that was related to the World Cup in any way on my flight, which I find amazing. How
2: about y'all? That was the. Not the complete opposite. But on our, on our, my flight London to Doha, when we arrived in Doha, uh, a flight attendant said, "If you are here, if you are here with FIFA, please wait and let everyone else get off." And so I was like, hmm, "Like, I'm here with FIFA, you know?" <laughs> and so everyone's getting off, and she came by, and I just wanted to make sure. I was like, "You, you meant like, you know?" people that are here for the World Cup can stay. And she's like, yes, yes, like, just sit here. Come sit in first class. And, and so we all got to wait in first class. Did you wait for like seven seconds? Yeah. No, it was like <laughs> seven seconds. No, I didn't. I Why didn't not? even get to sit down. No. But she's like, wait here. And it's like in the nice part of the plane. And then she said, okay, you guys go up, get off. And like, we followed a group of us. I heard uh, very distinct Argentine Spanish. Okay. L- lots of British accents as well. Um, and a few Scandinavian-looking individuals. What does that mean? Yeah. Vikings. (laughs) And then we all went, like, as soon as we got to the airport, um, or, like, through customs, it it was clear that, like, I was in a whole group of people that were here for the World Cup, because we were all doing the same thing, it was very easy, while everyone else was, like, still in, like, the long customs line. My experience
3: was much more similar to Alex. I actually went, so I wasn't on a bus, I was just on a jetway, get off the plane, and I'm like, I go to the airport employee, and I'm like, this is my final destination, where do I go? And he's like, yeah, that way. And I go that way, and I'm like, this isn't the right way, this is where all the transfers are, and I had to double back and pass all the people that were on my plane, and I was one of the few that was actually staying, staying in Qatar. They actually didn't believe me at first, the JFK, they were like, what, where's your final destination? I was like, Doha. And they were like, no, where's your final destination? And I was like, Doha. How are they not ready for this? I, well, it was, it, we're still a week out, I guess. I guess so,
1: yeah. It is early for, like, normal people to become. Yeah, well, if you're a
3: fan, you don't even be yeah. here six days before the first game. Well, I
4: don't yeah. know what you guys are talking about. If my wife is listening to this, I want everyone to know, I'm here on time. I'm here exactly <laughs> when the work was supposed to start. <laughs>
3: And well, there, we did have U.S. availability. That yeah, that's true. We did. We said Greg, sat in and Greg Berhalter
4: was there. Yeah. This was not a waste of time. I'm not early. We're yeah. right on time. <laughs> I said for normal people. <laughs> okay, just want to make sure everyone's yeah, clear on that. Just right. like us. Yeah. There's work to be done here. Things have kicked off. The U.S. was training today. Greg Berhalter gave a press conference. The microphones were giving a little bit of feedback. He was not happy about it. It wasn't ready. It wasn't ready because the tournament isn't here yet. But well, I actually think the microphones either.
3: are a good little metaphor for everything that is going on here because it feels very much under construction. Yeah. We're sitting here in an apartment on—I don't—we're in Doha, <laughs> I believe, but we are far away. We are far,
0: away. A of we are far yeah. away from oh, the yeah. skyline
3: and the shots that you're going to see on TV over the next month and we're in this nice apartment it's big it's bigger than my apartment in new york city it's got these and uh, mine tile floors you guys live we in got, new york city. we got, a, <laughs> we, got, a, we, got a, we got a dishwasher and stuff but the dishwasher like already broke before we opened it for a second time and and like that's sort of how this whole thing kind of feels i'm really curious to see what it looks like when a million people get here mm. because it doesn't really seem like it's ready and i don't know hopefully it goes off but I, don't, I haven't seen it.
1: I, I literally got in like a few hours ago, so I have no idea whether or not it's like ready. It's under
3: construction stuff.
1: Um, I, you know, you see a lot of construction. You see you see uh, the hotel that Felipe and I are, are, are staying at. I walked in and, you know, my dad works in construction. I've been around construction sites my whole life and like I walked in the door and I took one inhale. and was just like, this place is a construction site. <laughs> like it's it just has that smell of like paint and wood and... And, and, and everything else drywall uh, and I, w- <laughs> I, I wonder if I'm just gonna get used to that uh, or if, or we'll if every if to every building is, is gonna is gonna is gonna smell like that um, the stadiums maybe I don't know Perhaps? I'm very intrigued by it, to see the stadiums and and the conditions of them. Well, you went to the the IBC, the International Broadcast so, Center. So I was what's that way?
2: Like? But that, that after he
3: found it, I, <laughs>
1: I mean that yeah, thing. That thing started. is nice. <laughs> that thing
2: is ready
4: to go. That that thing is ready yeah. to put on a show. Yeah. It is all set up. Yeah. There were a lot of people there today. The line was long, but they had a little system in place to get people through the line for this our media main, passes. This is the main media. Center. The, this is the yeah. media center yeah, where, where we all went to pretty, go pick up our pretty, credential. It was in good shape. They had the buffet lines ready for the media, which is important. That's you got it. You got to feed media members or else you're in
2: trouble. Minimal techno throughout the second floor the entire time oh. I don't know.
4: there is that one of those giant spiders from the techno there was world. a giant spider there was a giant that spider I took weird. a picture of Sam yeah. underneath the giant spider Yeah. and um giant spiders sculpture of you cow. know that's oh, a big okay. giant spiders like that people dance off. under and like techno festivals the oh, and. Yeah. there's one of those inside the media center okay they are gonna have those actually in the areas here in Qatar where you can drink like those are one of like the places that you can really? do it is that same big monster from the techno fest it's they like, like brought it here a, this is
1: the burning man world is guy? that is 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 that like the the international sign for you can drink here?
4: It's
0: a sign sign for party is what it's a sign for. It's like people see that they're like,
4: party.
0: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more.
2: What I don't know is, because the International Broadcast Center, to Paul's point, was very official, right? The signage is everywhere. You get yelled at by a security you guard. yelled at if you take a picture, for instance, um, and there, there's a process, you know, where you're going. But this was, the, this is the Qatar Conviction Center, it's not like, it's, they built this from scratch for the World Cup. You can tell that there was a foundation there, and it's, it, it sort of just fit for this purpose, but it, yeah. it looks really
1: nice so far. All right, well, we have a week to go, actually less than a week to go until the this actual tournament well, what, starts what, happening. What
3: time is it right now? Is it 10 o'clock right now? It's
1: almost 11. Yeah.
3: Almost 11. Katar- so, so we'll be at halftime of USA Wales in exactly a week.
1: Okay. Right now.
3: How about uh, that? So, what, <laughs> Think about it for a second. Let that sink in.
1: Uh, no. Um, <laughs> what are you doing in the, in the next week, guys? What's 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 the plan? What's on your docket? I'm
3: making more terrible, terrible jokes. <laughs> okay. yes, yes. Throughout well, the
4: um Well, we went grocery shopping today, so that got checked off the list. And you made a delicious
1: arroz con pollo. I did make uh,
4: arroz con pollo for for my good friends good. Uh, and colleagues here. But I think now it's about, you know, Sam and I were talking about this today, like everything we've been working on is about the, has been about the lead up and features and the narrative podcast and then the roster drop. And it was like all build up, build up, build up, build up. And now the coverage is like officially pivoting to like very focused on the games and the tournament. You know, today it was talking about. Who's healthy and who's available? Tomorrow we're doing a piece on what the midfield might look like against Wales. We're gonna we're gonna sit down and watch Wales, Sam and I, to focus on the game. So it's like it, it's it's getting very real very quickly. And and there are still some features that we worked on obviously that are gonna be running in the lead up to it. But is right now the day to day of it is is so much more. I don't want to say it's like qualifying, but it's like you're you're covering a team. You're covering games that are coming up. The tournament hasn't kicked off yet, but the coverage of like the actual tournament and the matchups
2: is, is very much underway. I agree. I feel like now every detail is really important, like something as, for lack of a better word, like trivial as a predicted lineup that we've been doing for months now, now like knowing what we know and knowing what we know about the opponents, that changes. Like You start to think about like very specific players that may fit better against a certain opponent. Uh, and so I think that's interesting that now we're into the very detailed part of the analysis that we've been doing for so long. Um, and yeah, to, to Paul's point, it just feels like we're you know hours away from a real official big time tournament where the decisions are going to be highlighted, the, the goals are going to be bigger than ever, uh, the stars that we may not have heard of are just sort of waiting to come out, and so it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward.
3: One thing I'm curious about is how the emotional journey will progress because normally you have like a three four week build up to the world cup where the teams are in camp and it's a little bit more of a slower burn right now you know just speaking from a very personal perspective like I was reflective going to JFK to get on the plane and be like oh wow this is a really cool opportunity I'm thankful for this and then I got excited when I got off and I'm getting here. And then today, Monday, it was just kind of about getting in the rhythm of work. But it's not a two, three week build up. You know? It's <laughs> yeah. like there's a game in a week. Yeah. and Like those emotions are going to be processing quickly. And before we know it, the teams and the fans and all of us are going to be right in the thick of the tournament. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit of a, there's going to be some whiplash some emotional like imagine you're a player and
1: you're just coming off of like a yeah. league game well that's for example thing. or if you're an mls player and you're and you're like kellen acosta and you just came off of winning mls cup and you have to course, you, you have to be, he got he, here before yeah. like eight u.s yeah. players did exactly yeah. 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 Like, yeah. i mean that's the thing is like realistically
4: that's like that emotional whiplash that we're going through is is magnified for all those players they're also going through the emotional side of it and they're still arriving. Like, the U.S. had a training session today, but only 22 of the 26 players were there. Five of them were off to the side during regen. Three of them were goalkeepers. The training session lasted about an hour. Yeah, sure. So... Yeah. They haven't had a real training session yet. And Mexico you know, just named its
2: roster. Like Literally on the deadline. They waited until the final minute. To I, was I was waiting wait the, the entire time. They're, They're not here. even here. They're, They're not even here. here yet. And they play on the 22nd and they still have a game in Spain, Mexico, on the 16th on Wednesday against Sweden. It's like... It's, I know we've said this so many times, but really, there's never been a tournament like this. Like, I think we, none of us really know what to expect from this World Cup, because we're so used to the traditional.
1: World. I think if it was anything other than a World Cup, like with a capital W and a capital C, we, we yeah. wouldn't treat it seriously. Like, it feels it, like it we're at the Confederation like- Cup or something instead of a World Cup.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But that that's that's kind of the unique... Everything about this tournament is different for people to cover. Like, it's our first... My first World Cup. I shouldn't speak for everyone. I know Sam is here first and Felipe is here. It's Alex, you've been to World Cup? I've been War- to... Yeah, I've worked it
1: too. Yeah. yeah.
4: But this is so different, you know, in that it's in the middle of a club season. It's in a country that is essentially half of it being built for the tournament. And there are all these other issues around that, right? There are... You know different areas of coverage because of the way it's being run you have to talk about how it's impacting the club seasons you have to talk about the injuries the guys who get hurt got hurt for a two or three week injury that are out of a tournament you know whereas you would have had that buffer of a three week training window typically to maybe try to get fit you got guys coming in with little injuries like Weston McKenney and Luca Della Torre who are gonna be trying to get fit during the tournament to, to be ready to play and that's not that new there are always guys coming into the World Cup um, a little bit banged up but you know this just feels like you have such a little amount of time such a, the, the margins are so much thinner yeah. and you know I just think it, and, and so like and strategy changes and strategy is changing because it's 26 players instead of 23 five it's six. 5 subs instead of 3 yeah. so You know, everything is a little bit different and it's causing coaches to have to, they can't lean on like what somebody did in the past. You know, everything is a little bit
2: new in that way. I think coaches' decisions are going to be magnified just because of all those factors. They always are in a World Cup. Like, you know, when a coach is like really killing it in a good way during a tournament where they're just on a roll and they're making the right decisions. But now with all these extra layers, the extra subs, knowing that they know way more than we know. They know the guy down, the third guy on the bench is like, that guy can't play, or he can only go 17 minutes because we've tested him. And and they have to make a decision when to put this player in. And so we're going to see that for all 32 teams. Like, that sort of decision-making during the games is going to be fun to watch,
1: honestly. It's all going to be really fun to watch. I'm looking forward to it. I know you all are, are as well. Uh i don't know i guess we'll just go back to eating some m&ms and i'm gonna go to sleep in a little bit
3: Uh, right here on this table yeah
1: (laughs) we'll hear from you guys all uh throughout the tournament on this very podcast feed and uh i don't know that's it for now i'm gonna stop with this recorder now (laughs) so that's what it's like in cutter right now thanks to our wonderful producer mike zimmerman for putting this and all of our shows on this feed together i'm alex abnos i'm going to get some sleep